the fact that we just assume that people cannot connect with each other um is is that's 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 on us let's that's be real on that's on us that's like on we should us. just assume that no one in particular here but sid um sid is <laughs> dying right now like he is <laughs> he's going through this like realization and he's just like why are you torturing me right now <laughs> Welcome to the Less Chat Podcast. It's Sid, Amit, and Archana. Three desi comics discussing the sweet, the salty, and the spicy when it comes to experiencing the world as Indian immigrants in America. Less Chat, baby! Hey! Welcome to the Le- Hey! Hey! Welcome to the Less Chat Podcast, everyone. Hello. Hi Amit, hi Archana. Hi Sid, hi Amit. Hi Archana, hi Sid. <laughs> how are how are how are you all doing? How is how is life? How are things? Everything okay back home? Just give me the lowdown. I'm just happy to be seeing some people again. Like just you know, slowly hopes of life opening up again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's like the sadness with how bad it is back home. So I'm kind of very conflicted, to be honest. Yeah, I know, and exactly what you mean. I think there's been, in many ways, over here, there's like we are starting to see some of that light at the end of the tunnel, and you know, like be able to see some friends more regularly, see things opening up a little bit more, you see signs of life over here. But then you also hear about things back home, and. Like just, just it's it's such a such a mess out there. So yeah, extremely yeah. conflicted here myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think conflicted is the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we can. I was just thinking about it, and I realized it's okay to be happy about one thing and sad about the other. You know. Absolutely. It's, it's a very human thing to do. So, yeah, I think the best uh, thing we can do is. talk to our friends and family back there uh give them our support in any way that we can and just you know pray for the best and donate where you can yeah there's still plenty of uh nonprofits out there who are helping folks with resources with meals with everything they can so i yeah. think uh said had already posted some links but we can post some more again yeah yeah if you go to our website which is um linktree slash let us chat um you will find the first two links are how to basically help how to donate or for folks in india there's like this blog link that lets you search for stuff like um oxygen cylinders and other types of support if you need it mm-hmm. um one thing i have seen is like because the the government has turned out to be completely useless back home um mm-hmm. the people are um helping each other so much everyone is using social media everywhere people are um trying to post links and get people whatever you know they need yeah. and want and all these like ngo organizations some of these sick organizations like like khalsa and stuff like that are doing oh it's amazing real literally god's work helping helping each other and that part of community seeing that is is really really nice 
it's amazing to see that like i'm uh, honestly this is the first time where i'm like i understand just the amount of impact you can have with social media in these situations like i literally posted about you know asking for help and within 24 hours folks donated $2000 this is just me as one person just doing this as you know i want to send some money back home to folks that need it and just like everyone's been so supportive and amazing and the community is just um it's so nice to see everyone try to help um thank you to all our friends who are <laughs> trying to do whatever little they can like it really does make a difference yeah yep i absolutely agree yeah thank you to like everyone helping from here everyone helping in india and obviously the people doing the work the ngos and the doctors and nurses like i know we're losing a lot of people but our doctors and nurses are saving so many lives too it's mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy so they yeah. we're 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 pretty indebted to them and uh, i hope things in some states in india things have started to like uh, go off peak so hopefully that trend will continue and and uh, we're going to get through this and and get better back home yeah and i just yeah just keep reminding ourselves that even though this is a situation back where we shouldn't feel guilty about things opening up here cuz uh, it's okay like it's yeah, okay for yeah. us to <laughs> do things and hang out with friends um now that we're all getting vaccinated yeah um celebrate kind of the improvements in the vaccinations and the local cases here and start opening up and and you know talk to our friends back home and see how they're uh doing and um try to give them as much support as you can from seas away mm-hmm. and speaking of uh friends uh, who are seas away <laughs> you guys you guys like that great. segue that was beautiful. great segue said great segue thank you so the topic we kind of wanted to discuss today was indian friendships you know friendships among indian people how indians kind of see the concept of friendship how it is similar or different from um, american friendships i wanted to start discussing indian friendships by um just thinking about how the idea of friendship is different between indians or when we were kids our friendships with other people back home i was just thinking of an example you know that i found was interesting when i came here so when you let's say i have to go to an, to the airport right yeah. let's say i have yeah. to go to the airport if asking an american friend or americans asking each other like they're like a little subdued you know they're like hey if it's okay hey if you're free you know can i get a ride can i get a can i get a uh uh right to the airport come on and people are scared but like especially my friendships in india it it would be like hey can you pick me up right now i need to go to the airport and yep. then people would be like okay let's go to the airport so there's kind of like a understanding in that way have you guys experienced the same thing oh yeah when you started yeah. talking about the story i was like i know exactly where this is going <laughs> yeah no absolutely i mean i think there's a 
level of formality that people are used to uh, over here, whether that exists or not, quite honestly, I think that itself is a different like a topic that we'll probably get into. There is a level of formality that people see how much they should ask, who to ask, is it too much of concern or, you know, bother for people over here. Whereas back home, it is, like you said, it's almost like an expectation that everyone will help everyone out. It's not just your friends, right? It's also your, like, that extends to, like, your your neighborhood, your community. You can literally almost reach out to almost any person that you know or have reasonable relations with. Right. Like they, they'll be they'll be willing to help you out or you know do that favor without thinking about it. And I would say like that formality boundaries kind of uh, spectrum not always a good thing because sometimes back home it's harder to set boundaries with with friends too. But like on the positive side, um, it's always easier I think to to ask for help in those situations whenever uh, you need it. Yeah, I think there's just this in Indian quote unquote Indian friendships as we're calling it. There's this assumption that you're just going to do certain things. Like it's not really a favor that you're doing for someone. It's kind of what goes hand in hand with being a friend. It's just you help each other out without having to ask for help. Yeah. I also just remembered this thing where like in India, if it's your birthday, you have to treat everyone. Like you have to buy everyone else a meal. Whereas over here, if it's your birthday, then folks usually like buy you something or, you know, you'll go out together. Whereas in India, it's like you're treating everyone. I was so confused the first year I was celebrating my birthday uh, over here in the States in Michigan. (laughs) And uh, people are like, oh, okay, it's your birthday. Let's go grab, do something. I was like, okay, let's do this. And I think it was, I I forget if you were just trying to get like a small meal or if you're just getting a drink or something. And people are like, no, no, we treat you. Like, what do you want for you? And uh, and I was like so confused by that. I'm like, what do you mean? Whereas... Like, funny enough, when I visited home after that, or once I started working uh, in Seattle and when I was visiting home, all the friends I was meeting there were making me buy them stuff, like, you know, drinks or food, because they were like, well, you're the one visiting, you're the one who has a job out there, so you should treat us this time, but, like, yeah. for no reason. So, in, yeah. yeah, it's definitely, yeah, that, that's, that was, yeah, that's an experience. It was really I, uh, confusing. Mm-hmm. But that also means when other people have other people have birthdays and celebrations, they treat you. So you know you're <laughs> encouraging oh, yeah. your friends to do well and celebrate milestones. I think that is a better way, though, because usually that means you will get multiple, you know, celeb- free celebrations from mm-hmm. p- from other people, and everyone basically gets multiple free celebrations for from whoever's birthday or whoever's job celebration it is or whoever's uh, promotion celebration it is. In, in some ways, we have to think about it from both sides, right? Like in India, realistically, an average meal be if you buy like you know like a regular quick meal somewhere like whether it's lunch or a quick bite you're not going to spend more than like a three or four dollars if you're eating quick street food it's like less than a dollar at least that's how it used to be it's probably a little more than that now so i think in that sense whether it was quick cup of tea or whether it was uh quick this thing uh it like these were things that were also well within the budget for all of us 
to be able to, you know, buy that for friends or buy that for each other um, on an individual basis. Uh, whereas in, in the US, I mean, I think that's where people get a little more conscious about it because like buying a beer can sometimes call, cost like $7 or $8, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's like trying to buy that for three people can be a lot of money. So uh, that's where people do get quite a bit more cost conscious. So uh, like, as I understand some of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. I'm in there with the socioeconomic breakdown. <laughs> Uh, yep, back to you, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it 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 uh, makes it makes total sense. It's it's a very different. Um, I feel like that's also a level of kind of trust that goes with Indian friendships, where you just trust that your friends have your back, whatever the situation is. Yeah, that kind of comes back to the first point we were talking about, and uh, which is basically we sometimes take each other for granted in a way, yeah. or our relationship for each other in a granted. But I think that also sometimes makes us not be very expressive about our love mm. for our friends, right? What do you Absolutely. guys think? Like. I, I do want to clarify one thing, though, right? Like a lot of these things that we're discussing, a lot of these differences that we're discussing, I don't think they're directly related to very close friends in either places. Because a lot of my, like the close friends I have over here are almost exactly the same as my friends would be in India, right? Taking care of each other, checking in, the same thing, like Sid mentioned, right? Going through a breakup, go grab a beer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, doing all those things. But I think it's more about the slightly more peripheral version of friendships is like the second circle of friends or the third circle of friends. You know, that's where I think that we start seeing the true differentiation between like what we see culturally in India versus whereas what we see culturally in the U.S. There we have Amit with the socio-cultural breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. That is, that is true to an extent. Um, I personally do think like that even for my closest friends, we were a group of six who were really close friends from high school. Uh, I think as we're gro- growing older, we're getting better at, you know, hugging each other and, and telling <laughs> each other that we, that we love each other. And, yeah. um, it's, uh, it, it is still like I don't tell people that I love them. It it is like a barrier for me. Yeah. And it seemed like at least in school, it seemed I, I remember it being like a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking about telling people that you love them, like have your pet do your parents tell you that they love you? Not my dad. Maybe my mom a couple of times, but that's the other thing. Sometimes people just don't need to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Our parents' way of telling us that they love us is asking us if we've eaten food. Like, that's their way of showing affection is through, uh, you know, checking on our health and our, how are you doing? Are you are you eating the right things? Like, are you are you healthy? Khana khaya kya? But I feel like our parents kind of also struggle. Like, in our culture in general, like, you don't say, I love you to your friends and family as much. You just show it in different ways, like you said. I, yeah, for me, at least with my mom, uh, it's definitely there uh, or it came up. I think it's been more prevalent in in the last few years, at least 
So it's yeah. at least, you know, like while, while hanging up the phone or something, it's a quick, you know, like love you, take care kind of a thing. Oh, um, cute. So, so definitely try to do that, but it, it took, it took a, took a while, right? It took an effort to put mm-hmm. that out there. Um, and, uh, you're right. It is not natural for us to do that, for us to say that to, uh, to our friends, to our, uh, family directly. And no one says yeah. that, right. It's, it's, it's almost a given like for people, um, which is also in, in a way frustrating sometimes because sometimes you just need that support. Right. And you don't feel oh, yeah. like you're getting it. Yeah. Sometimes like, I want you to tell me that you love me or care for me and not just feed me more food. Like just tell me the words. <laughs> yeah. I blame our languages y'all. I'm like, Oh, so long in Hindi. It's like 150 syllables. Do not blame the language, sis. Come on. Do not blame the language. This is exactly what people would say as an excuse of why they don't want to say it. Are you okay, sir? You sound like you're choking. Maybe that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to find excuses not to say it. Maybe the problem is with me, guys. Oh, yeah, my God. So Sid, after we record this podcast, call your mom up, call your dad up, tell them that you love them. Oh, my God. They would think that I'm dying. <laughs> See, that's the point. They would be like, oh, he's, he's got COVID. He's going to be you, dead. In two you have to, Sid, you have to sneak it in towards the end of the call once and then hang up and then do it again the next time and then the following time and then slowly they'll pick up and they might start saying it too. Yeah. Oh. Start, start normally. He's, he's so awkward. My body like, is curling because I'm so awkward. Like, I'm like, oh my Sid, God. Okay. As, as, as a practice point, Sid, today by the end of, at the end of this episode, you will have to say that to uh, to uh, Archana and myself uh, oh towards my the end of this call. This, this is like a practice run for you towards the end of this podcast. How many? We have twenty more or so minutes left. <laughs> okay, <laughs> check, check back with me. Check back with me in like thirteen minutes, okay. and then we'll see. We'll and see then you'll mentally prepare yourself for seven minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. You know the you know the funny thing is like I'm. Neither Amit nor I are going to take this reaction seriously because we know that it's not normal to say it. Like, we understand where this awkwardness is coming from. But if I were to try and explain this to an American friend, they'd be like, just like, obviously, you do just say it. Like, why is it so hard for you to say? And it's just that we haven't been raised showing affection and saying these words as much. So it's just a lot harder. No, no, for sure. And I think obviously it depends from person to person, right? I have some very loving Indian friends um, too who express it. But even like, for example, my friend Pranjal is like, he's probably my most loving friend. Even he doesn't. Of course I love him. That's true. Uh, But um, I, he. He also does not say like so those words. He's like Babu Hatum Shanu Juju Yaru. Like he will say so we, we, we just start saying anything else that we yeah. could in place of that, but we yeah. just won't say it. Which is just hilarious. That's so that- funny. Yeah, no, I think I think the all the other terms that we use with each other, like with friends, is something like tu to mera bhai hai. 
Like, yeah. That's like, yeah. that's like yeah. you are my brother. And it's like, that's the closest you'll get to saying anything to that, to, to a friend. Um, yeah. Archana, what do the ladies say? Oh, yeah. That, that, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, Archana, what, give, give, us, give us the perspective of uh, oh my gosh. friendships. That's a great question. Female friendships or how do they show affection? I don't know, dude. That's a great question. I'm going to have to like go back and check my chats. Um, I feel like now some friends and I will be like, okay, bye. I love you. Like we started saying that, but I feel like that's only happened in the past few years. Once I've moved here and become more comfortable with saying this in general, I'm trying to think back and I don't think we ever said anything like was there a difference um in your friendships with guys and and your friendships with um with girls uh growing up um my mom always keeps complaining that she thought i got along with guys much better but i was also in engineering so by default you hang out with more guys than you do girls um i don't think there was too much difference personally for me i And I think it comes back to the fact like I didn't particularly show any extra affection either way. So there wasn't a a particular difference in the way I interacted. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like just knowing you in general, I think you're pretty, you you treat a lot of people the same. You treat almost everyone the same and you have the same amount of, you know, love friends. <laughs> thanks uh, i think hey that that was a compliment oh, thank yes you, thank you yeah <laughs> it sounded like a compliment to me i think it so was, it was a compliment. <laughs> hey you wherever you're listening follow subscribe leave us a nice review we're on facebook let's chat improv on twitter and instagram at let us chat or you can email us let us chat at gmail.com chat with two ways okay all right now back to the podcast um so going going back to what we were talking about (laughs) yes what were we talking about four topics ago the most interesting thing for me is the, the the cultural aspect of things for us uh in terms of how people help each other right what we grew up with a big part of that with people that you've not seen each other seen for like weeks or months or years if you reach out to them uh, for anything for helping you with anything they will they will help you right it's not a question of hey i don't even know you anymore it's just that oh of course it's it's this person yeah c- come on over or uh, oh you need a ride sure i can give you a ride um like I think that that is like the most like interesting thing for me uh, is that culturally that's just normal for us to be able to do that. Like over here, that is where things start getting a little uh, harder when we're when we're getting into that level of you know reaching out to people in times of need or reaching out to people when when we like I, while trying to be very considerate to not inconvenience them in any way. Yeah, and I've realized. Now it's kind of has affected me the more time I've been in the U.S. Like and now I do I do think about these things, about asking for help and giving help at inconvenient times or like on short notice or just the idea of, you know, 
what help means and it it is definitely a more open culture back home and i think we should um i think at least i need to remind myself of that and and be more open you mean you mean you would like to figure out a way to practice that over here or are you talking about being able to acknowledge that more back home i think practicing that over here i think i need to you know keep checking in on people even though it's it might be like a little weird here or back home and i need to be okay with you know helping people and helping my friends and always being ready uh for that if you speak with a friend after really long or you reconnect with someone after really long do you think you'd interact with them the same way um just you know would you if they say hey i need help with something would you be like i haven't spoken to you in very long i can't help you or yeah probably not probably uh, if our friendship is not like on the same level yeah. it used to be not but i have i have some friends that i talk to from back home only three or four times a year that i still feel like you know if they ever need help i would be ready to help Absolutely. them in any sort of way yeah. yeah yeah and i think i think there's also uh, something to say about um whether it is a direct friendship or if it's a connection through someone else i think that's where the the deeper uh meaning uh lies right mm-hmm. like if uh, i was traveling to anywhere anywhere near north india anyone who knows sid or you know through like layers of through sid's family's friends someone you know people would be you, you could connect me with them or they would reach out uh, and vice versa right if you were going to be anywhere near mumbai or anyone i knew in that area would reach out to you be like okay are you going to be here yep i can pick you up or you can come stay here with us you know like oh yeah that yeah, yeah, exists yeah. significantly and i think that's where the the the, the more interesting uh, aspect of this is uh, to be that people rely or trust the the extended the, the second degree and third degree of uh, you know uh, relations um uh, purely based on the people they knew up front yeah yeah and like uh, at least i could feel that when i came to the us and i kind of want to segue into um like indian friendships in america when you come here and you don't know anyone kind of the the, the first people you kind of look for are the you know college indian associations and and see if like there are people like this who are not your friends or are not your friends yet but you still have that little bit of trust that you know they would probably help you if you have you know some kind of trouble and that's why finding indian friendships in america or in any like foreign land that you come to is is so uh important and and wonderful and and I'm so thankful for my indian friends um here including uh you archana and amit i love y'all <laughs> oh oh <laughs> wrap up the episode wrap it up call it, call it i am shook i am uh, shook right now that oh my gosh i'm there crying you go. <laughs> and it was so smooth even you didn't even hesitate i thought it will be better in conversation i'll just slip it in and we'll move on to something else but no i i so 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 agree with you i mean i love all my friends here but having those indian friendships is just so important because you know talking to people who have a 
shared experience um, as you back home in India, or like the way they've been raised, the, the way your families um, interact with you, the kind of conversations you have, things that are important to you. It's just, it makes such a difference to talk to someone who has the same shared context as you do. Yeah, I, I understand some of that yearning, right, of wanting some of that connection back uh, with with folks uh, back, but like from India or with the similar upbringing, like you said, um, I think that is, uh, th there's definitely some of that feeling as you grow older, because you kind of want to connect back to your roots in a way. It's it's also a delicate balance to to be able to do that while living the life that you've been you've been choosing to live so far and you know being yeah. the person you have evolved into over time right yeah, it, it's like a very that. delicate balance to find that like uh, every time you like there's certain days you wish you could just you know roll back to things or you know like you like oh up and move back to india and then there are days where you you're like you're in india for the first day of visiting family or friends and you're like i am so glad i don't live here anymore yeah. so it's like a it is, it's, and, and you see some of that in people's behavior as well, right? It's not obviously that's just an example or just a figurative way of saying that is like people you interact with who are also from India. Some things you connect with really well and some things you're just like, I do not want to talk about this ever again. Yeah. 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 Our Indianness is fluid, you know? <laughs> we, we, we try to keep understanding where it is at each point in time. Okay, so I wanted to ask one kind of controversial question, you guys. Cause hot, take. hot takes. This is these are going to be hot takes because I've been thinking about it. I have had some conversations about it with some of my uh, American friends and stuff, and that is basically a mingling of of Indian friends and American friends. <laughs> Uh, and and having them around at the same time. And I know, like, I have a tendency, and my friends have called me out on this, of, of kind of keeping both of these worlds a little separate. One of my reasoning is, you know, the some sort of like the cultural and specifically language barrier. And if the ratio of of Indian friends versus my American friends is like really, really high. So like way more of one than the other, then it kind of becomes an awkward situation where like the people who are more in, in that scenario want to um, include everyone. And the people who are kind of the minority in that scenario uh, don't want to, don't, don't want to be like any sort of burden. Um, so I have just been thinking about stuff like that uh, recently, and I just wanted to know what do you guys think um, about this situation? My birthday is coming up, so it's on my mind. <laughs> Arshana, I'll let you answer this one first. I've actually noticed um, out of all my friends, I've actually noticed you do that the most. Where you're like, I'm going to hang out with my Indian Damn friend. It. <laughs> I'm honestly glad that I can fall into either category, I guess, because I am Indian and I'm your friend, but I also hang out with your non-Indian friends because of improv. So That's true. Yeah. I but, don't think I've been allowed to hang out with Sid's Indian friends. So that's I haven't a, either. That's concerning. Oh, I haven't oh, either. Neither that's of you concerning. guys. 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay, keep going. So I guess we're not Indian enough to hang out with his Indian friends. Exactly. Stop. I think that's what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually struggle with this a little bit less now. Uh, I kind of it's just over here. I feel like if you're here, you're okay with hanging out with Indians and non-Indians. You just have to hang out with everyone. Um, and I've been drawing less of a boundary, but initially I was always like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my Indian friends. Oh, I'm not going to hang out. Oh, I mean, I'm going to go hang out with my non-Indian friends, but now it's kind of just everyone. And I think some of that actually happened at CMU where um, you hang out with everyone together and you're like, oh, folks are actually getting along. So let's just keep that going. I am going to answer in the form of a question. <laughs> over here for everyone else to respond to. Wow, great. <laughs> do you think you do that or do we all think we do that or did that because we were worried that the that the minority group would not be able to connect with the majority group? Like if there was a bigger group of Indians that the American friends or non-Indian friends would not be able to connect with them or vice versa? Or do we struggle with the idea of code switching ourselves and trying to combine two groups makes it harder for us to code switch? Oof, Amit. Oh. Amit with the hard questions. Oh, my. <laughs> I myself don't have uh, that much of a problem with code switching, but I do. I, I am one of those people that want to make sure that everyone in a gathering is like having a good time. You know, and and so I think I guess my answer would be the former, where I want to make sure that that if two of my American friends um, come to like a party where you know most of my Indian friends are hanging out, and if we are all listening to uh, Punjabi songs and and dancing and talking in Hindi and they feel left out, that makes me feel a little weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely the former for me, I think. Probably the same for me. I've just been having to f force myself out of doing that because I am married to someone who's not Indian and a majority of my friends are Indian. So if I continue doing that, it means he can't hang out with my friends, which is not a thing I want to do. So I've slowly been more open to it, but... Um, to answer your hard question, Amit, I think it's a more of, I assume that the two groups will not get along. And for some reason, I'm making that decision for them, which when you think about it, you're like, maybe they do, maybe they don't. They're adults. They can figure it out themselves. That's, that's exactly what I was going to get to, right? I mean, I think that's been a challenge for me too, is like the fact that we just assume that people cannot connect with each other, um, is is that's 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 on us let's that's be real that's on us that's like we should just assume that no one in particular here but sid um sid is <laughs> dying right now like he is <laughs> he's going through this like realization and he's just like why are you torturing me right now no you guys it's not you guys torturing me i'm just it's my problem and i need to work on it and i will happen slowly mm-hmm yeah, you've acknowledged it and recognized it, and that's the first step. 
<laughs> oh my god i'm so i don't know i feel so scared and why have i feel so awkward this is i'm i'm going to be 29 guys what is this what is what's the worst that could happen they don't get along and then don't want to hang out again no i don't even think i'm worried about like people not getting along i just i just i guess worry about people not having as much fun that as i think they should have when mm. hanging out around me but like amit said they're adults if they want to have fun they can make their own decisions exactly amit how do you feel about the same question um i i, I think exactly that right i think to me it's um making sure both everyone's having a good time but if i'm if especially if i'm organizing something or hosting something so i would be more concerned about um not everyone being able to connect with each other or talk about some things or do uh, stuff together um yeah uh, i also i also agree like i'm also going to take the other half of my my question as well as the answer is that i also struggle with some of that in terms of the code switching piece right that is there is some rea- reality to that too like not caring about it uh, and singing songs in uh, punjabi uh, songs and dancing and everything yeah, is yeah. one side like doing going from that to doing something totally not that like there's a difference to things there and you have to find the right like sometimes it's like do i really want to go through all of that yeah um, but i mean uh, i've also realized over the years in in seattle i don't have too many indian friends right now like i have a lot more american friends than indian friends um so i think it's i've also realized that almost all those indian friends can hang out with american friends and vice versa so i think it's also started to for me has been like started coming together in that in that sense of like okay people can connect with each other and can hang out and can talk yeah. and do what they want yeah like um, who are we really protecting in this scenario <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah damn it i'm at now i'm confused now i'm like yeah maybe sometimes i do maybe i do do it for myself we uh i'm just so confused now it's okay you'll get there shout it to the sun to the land or the sea say it with the chest it's the phrase of the week so this week's phrase of the day is kind of more of um a word of the day which is dost or another word is yaar both of them mean friend and so i usually use the word yaar are tu to mera yaar hai uh tu to meri yaar hai which means oh you're my friend or uh, you know you're my best friend yaar has more of a sweetness to me i i end up i end up using dost uh like friend and yaar like buddy oh yeah 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 that's how i think about it so if you you can call someone dost or you can call someone yaar it doesn't matter but just go go say that to some some friends they'll they'll truly appreciate it uh-huh yeah and, and said will finally let you hang out with his indian friends then oh my god go go call your dost yaars okay <laughs> all right all friendships are great indian friendships may be different than american yes. ones but as we well established all our friends are amazing and we love them yeah shout out to, you know it's been tough with last year not being able to see our friends as much as we want to so yeah. um i want to give my 
love to all my friends, Indian and American, who I've seen in the last year and I've not seen in the last year, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I am grateful for you all and I miss you all. And I love y'all. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to say anything more right now, given that Sid has said all these things. But I'll just echo the same sentiment to all my friends in, like, in, 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 over here in the U.S. that I've not been able to see. Um, mm-hmm. The ones who I have been able to see and who've helped me, you know, stay sane during this entire time, who have been, like, the part of the, 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 the pods, um, um, and all the friends in India that I've not seen in in i don't know what feels like forever um yeah it's definitely definitely miss miss everyone out there miss you all love yeah. you all um can, cannot wait for all of us to uh hang out uh and at some point in a, in an ideal world and in, in a beautiful situation hanging out with all of the friends together in one place yeah and if there's a friend listening to this that we haven't spoken to in a long time just reach out and say hi I'm sure it's not personal that we've not reached out to you. It's just been an insane year. So, um, hi, friends. On that note, goodbye, y'all. This was a great episode. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, bye. Yeah, have some, go have some chai with your friend. And tune into the next episode of Less Chat. <laughs> <laughs>